Welcome to an all-new, all-different Sonic Talk. we got a different style of show this week that we hope you'll enjoy. First up, I'm sure most of you Sonic fans out there have seen Eddie LeBron's Sonic fan film. Was it worth all the effort put into it, or is it a disaster? Is it even fair to criticize a fan film that someone put a lot of heart and soul into? I think so, but Alex feels differently. Yeah, but I still haven't watched it. <laughs> then, Julius Caesar, Isaac Newton, Sonic the Hedgehog, that one King Henry that killed all his wives. What Wait. do these people have in common? They all exist among the world's most respected history books. On this week's Sonic Talk, we'll be discussing but one of these revolutionary historical figures. Bet you can't guess which one! All this plus rumors and comics on this week's Sonic Talk. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to Sonic Talk 17. Um, like I said, this is going to be a bit of a different format now. We're not really going to be focusing on the news anymore. We're going to be focusing on just certain topics of recent, you know, Sonic discussion, recent things that have been happening, but not not a whole plethora of news because that just takes up way too much time. And we try to want, you know, want to make this streamlined and a little bit better podcast for you folks. Now, uh, first up, I want to make this less shitty. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. First up, of course, is what we've been playing. Um, Alex, you go ahead first. I've been playing. Um, oh yeah, Fire Emblem. Me too. I just and got that today. Random things on the PlayStation Three and Vita, like All Stars and a Sly Cooper demo. Uh, Fire Emblem's actually my first uh, full game purchase on the. 3DS, which is a good thing, because that thing takes up a lot of data on your little memory card. Yeah, and that's why I have a 16 gigabyte SD card. I think mine's 4 gig. <laughs> Still got a lot of games on it, though. But I've been playing the full version of Sly Cooper as well, and I'm, I'm having a blast with it. I think uh, Senzaru Games did a great job, you know, uh, making, the, making the game when... Um, What's the former developer? Um, Sucker Punch. Yeah, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Yeah, from Infamous. Sucker Punch is, uh, used to be the Sly Cooper developers, but they've done a great job of really uh, honoring them and making it feel just like a you know direct sequel. Doesn't feel like anything's you know changed or taken away from it much. Well, there are some changes. I mean, we're going Sly Cooper's going through time and meeting his ancestors, which you can play as as well. Uh, plus some some other new playable characters. Uh, lots of different different uh, styles going on. I mean, you'll play one mission as Sly, you'll play another as Bentley, you'll play another as Carmelita, and they all got different little new areas and mini games. So there's always something new going on when you're playing the game. Kind of makes kind of makes it addictive that way. Uh, which of the original trilogy is it probably closest to in terms of like layout and structure? Uh, God, that's hard to say. It's kind of it's kind of got its own thing to it. I mean, I guess it's close to three because he also got Bentley's hacking mini games again. Uh, but this time uh, on PlayStation Three, if you want to, you could buy a three dollar title called Bentley's Hack Pack, and it's basically you'll 
whole mess of those hacking games in a little uh, arcade that Bentley hosts where all the characters are hanging out. Are they are they good enough to you feel to justify getting like the three dollar purchase? Well, they're only three like arcade games, and but you get like trophies and uh, little prizes that but, you collect. But are they good? Chance. I mean, are, do you feel um, like they're, they're something you know that you what, would want for them? For three bucks, yeah, it's it's decent. It's not great. It's something you just play for a little bit and just get off of. It's kind of like a like an iPhone game or something where where it's good for like. 10 minutes of fun and then you want to jump off for a little bit and the uh, idea of collecting coins and such for each little mini level has an has achievements to it so it's like achievements upon achievements and upon achievements to get gold coins and eventually can unlock this, tr- oh this tron looking game I see where this is going yeah and uh, there's there's like little token the tokens you collect for uh, doing certain achievements and unlock prizes in this little prize booth like uh, Carmelita's gun or uh, the Murray's keys to the van and stuff like that. Every iOS game ever, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there's no... Yeah, but this time you don't have to pay for anything. There's no microtransactions. Yeah, except for the three bucks for the game. So there's no microtransactions here, but there is a big arcade uh, game in the back that looks very Tron-esque that you uh, haven't unlocked yet. But it's like a level. Each each of the three little arcade games go. You go level by level, on. So it changes up a little enough. But it's not it's not like something great. It's just a nice little pastime. Something I think they should have given given out free when you pre-ordered the game. Frankly, anything else, Alex? That like pretty much took took over your area. Oh, now I, that he I, basically I, I stopped, is brewing all my cred on Equestria Daily. Oh yeah, I pretty much went into Equestria Daily just to just, just for the express purpose of destroying him. Yes. And uh, let's see. Um, what was so? Uh, I I wasn't really paying attention. I talked <laughs> a little bit about Fire Emblem and Sly Cooper, but oh. I, I barely mentioned Fire Emblem much because I'm. Only about an hour into it. Okay, so. well, I was kind of done, but if you want me to talk about the game and waste more of a good people's time, then yeah, Fire <laughs> Emblem is Awakening. Oh, Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening is the first Fire Emblem. Oh God, why is this game so hard Fire to pronounce? Fire Emblem Awakening. Is Fire, Fire Emblem fucking Awakening is my first Fire Emblem game, and it's uh, it's surprisingly fun. I usually have a lot of difficulty getting into strategy games, but this one, it's the right combination of casual play and hardcore difficulty. And the story is hilarious and incredibly well-written. Nintendo has really been outdoing themselves with their localizations recently. First Kid Icarus, and now this this awesome piece of uh, game. Ladies so, and gentlemen, uh, this has been back-of-the-box theater. So you, uh, it's your first Fire Emblem, but you didn't try the Fire Emblem that came with the Ambassador program? I kind of glanced at it, but uh, I mostly played Metroid, Metroid uh, Fusion. Ah. In fact, I pretty much only played Metroid Fusion and the Mario game, because Mario's, you know, that's a fun little game. How about you, GX? What you been playing? Um, I've been playing, hey, I've got jobs for working, and they demand all my freaking time, so I've been giving all my freaking time to them. So but, you've been um, playing life then? Yes, it's it's not very good, and I don't get to drive the nice red car and have the strange pig-shaped wife. 
Yeah, but I heard it's pretty it's pretty glitch free, and uh, you don't die very often. No, have you have you ever spun the spinner and it just kind of pops off the thing? Wait, it happens all the time. <laughs> but um, effectively, I guess going back to the last thing I've actually played, played. Uh, I, I picked up um, Gunman Clive off the eShop, and it's really nice because the game is like an hour long, and it's $2, so huh. therefore, it is it fits my life perfectly. I nice. love it. I heard that game was crappy. No, it's it's really good. If, if you like... um, It's it, very it Mega Man. It's very much a Mega Man homage. Really? Like it's, huh. It is entirely an homage to Mega Man in just kind of a this, this weird... Um, this uh, kind of westerny style. It, it, it's over, it's a little bit more simplistic than Mega Man. It's more straightforward, but uh, it, it's still pretty high quality. So I, I for two bucks, I give it a hearty recommend. Neat. Otherwise, I'm sure there was something else, but nothing else comes to mind. I'm just I was going to pick up Sly earlier this week, and then. Uh, the place I went didn't have it, so... Oh, you can always just buy a Diction Toy and fuck, and fuck retail. Mm, nah, because it's a, just a single-player game, so I just kind of feel like I'm not going to be going back to that one so often, so I might as well just get it on the disc so that I can put the disc in, play through it, and then pop the disc out and not worry about my hard drive space. Well, true, um, but, when, but uh, when you get a PlayStation Vita... You can also uh, put, put 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 a digital copy on that on, on that. Oh, by all means! By the time I get a PlayStation Vita, I could have played this game like five times straight, <laughs> and then be done with it, and then resell it, then rebuy it, then resell it twice. There is an interesting thing I haven't tried with the Vita yet that for Sly Cooper is that um, uh, every single level you're in, there's all the hidden green bottles you can smash to. To, uh, that notes are inside, so you can get into the one safe, like in every Sly Cooper game. But if you have the Vita, it actually opens up a little map of the level you're on that shows where all the green bottles are on. Kind of like a gamepad, almost, feature. I don't know how uh, it connects or anything. I haven't really tried it, but it sounds pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah, so it's a little Vita PS3 interconnectivity outside of, hey, you get this game for free if you buy this game. Neat. Now on to uh, Eddie LeBron's Sonic fan film. I'm sure if you've listening to this, you're probably a diehard Sonic fan. You've probably already seen it. Have you seen it, GX? No, I have not. Oh, well, maybe uh, I I'm wrong. Have, I, I, well, I am not a diehard Sonic fan. In fact, I've always hated Sonic. Um, I, I am just here in order to annoy Knuckles as he is here to annoy me. Yeah. It's a very interesting symbiotic relationship, but... Uh, in short, Sonic sucks and has always sucked and was never good in the first place. So, yeah. But you still like My Little Pony. No, no, that stuff is awful. And all the fans of that is terrible. And they are all terrible people, and they should feel bad. Okay, well, I'm going to uh, cut that out, uh, stick it on YouTube, and uh, send it to Equestria. And it's going to be a great big scandal. <laughs> Um, I, I don't think you realize that I'm not that popular. <laughs> well, you... I don't think you realize how few people would actually care. I know, but the point is a few people would care, and then they would um, do something horrible to you, like sure. send you angry emails. Sure. 
I, I don't think you have enough drive to accomplish that. Now, you don't know how much drive I have. I, when it comes to hate, I can, I can be like a firecracker blasting into the sky, man. Uh, and, yeah, and this Jason, is, you're cutting this all this is really stuff out. streamlined, you know? This is really streamlined episode. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I keep meaning to watch it. At some point, I wanted to make it the topic of a Spin Dash episode, but with everything just falling out of place, as I have described previously, I just I haven't had the time or the energy or the drive to actually just watch it. But I have seen his Mega Man thing, and I know... I, I know there's been some pretty uh, I, I would say it, the response to it has just generally been pretty negative, right? Am, am yeah, I, I wrong mean, he's, in believing he's, that? He's, he's uh trying too hard on the dark, you know, influences from Sonic Sadam and that. I mean, they go in with the whole originally Ivo Kintabor is Robotnik thing and it's this is uh the Robotnik's the guy playing Robotnik's trying to be like dark and serious and mean looking but he's got this clown suit on i mean he's got the original oh god i mean they didn't change it he's got the original dr robotnik costume with the cape and the big old giant oh but that's the best one that is the best robotnik he he looks so he looks so ridiculous he's being like oh humanity you know i only give them the right to be human and blah 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 it's like really insane uh the cgi the cgi is as good as it could be for a low-budget fan film. I'm not really blaming on that. In fact, I think the E-100s that they use look good, but when you could put them up with, against the humans, like they have those, they have uh, internet celebrities like the Nostalgia Critic and the Angry Video Game Nerd in it, and, the, oh, and, they tr- and they're trying to grab the humans and pull them up, and <laughs> it just uh, doesn't work good at all. And actually... Okay, now I do have to see this. Yeah, and actually the worst part, of I think, of the movie is Sonic himself. They have him like running through the forest and flirting with one of the gun member girls. Oh and, God, no, no, and he's got no! Quills on top of his quills, and he just looks so out of place. His mouth is like really wide and looks f- extremely freakish. Is- so is he the only animal character featured? No. Uh, spoiler alert! At the very end of the movie, uh, he finds. See, it's supposed to be a prequel to Sonic the Hedgehog. This whole thing. Really. Uh, the video game, yeah, it's supposed to be a prequel to the video game. Uh-huh. At the very end, uh, he's running through a green hill zone, which feels so out of place because you see this forest. They've been using this real forest for most of the stuff. And the only people they have fighting against Eggman and his giant fleet from Sonic Adventure are gun soldiers who are always on the ground <laughs> with with machine guns where you can hear the clickety-clack of the toy machine guns as they're oh, <laughs> firing. And, but um, this, this, this is the thing. This, the more and more you're describing this to me, the more and more I really kind of do want to see this now because uh, <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I have it's like, it's it's enjoyment as far as as far as bad cinema goes. It's pretty it's pretty fun to watch. But I mean, it's hard to I don't want to hate on him because they put a lot of effort into this, and I'm sure he put his heart and soul into it. But still, it's it's just not very good. I mean, like I said, well, they put, at the very end, they put Green Hill Zone in right after he leaves this forest, and you see this realistic forest and this CGI Green Hill Zone, which just does not match up. And as he's now, running I, through it, and he, by the way, he runs slowly over a loop-de-loop. 
which he defies gravity a lot in this movie. He falls. Well, he's only presenting physics as they are in Sonic 4. But anyway, uh, we see Knuckles at the very end, his back to him, and he says something cryptic, and he he lifts up his hand, and he has a five-fingered gloved hand, which he clenches. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. And he well, and he doesn't have any quills or anything wrong with him. He looks he looks like normal knuckles except from the back. Now I want I want to know something real quick, guys. Have you seen the uh, LeBron Mega Man fan no. film? I can honestly say no, I haven't. Okay, because that one I I kind of enjoyed it, but in many ways it is it sounds like it's very similar to this in that you kind of if you enjoy it you're going to enjoy it in spite of itself. That very much, it did feel like a weird CG. It felt a little bit low budget. The acting was a little bit stilted depending on the actor. And it was just overall kind of weird. But the thing is, I mean, I kind of do enjoy that. I have this weird affinity for things that feel like they want to be way more than just a fan thing. But never quite escape that. Like, I I don't watch a lot of Sonic fan-related videos, and to me, I kind of shy away from that for whatever reason, but whenever something gets so close but not quite, there's there's more of an interest build to that. Oh, and for some it, reason, there's, like, racism going on in the film, too. Like, what, one of the gun soldiers doesn't trust Sonic because he's a South Islander. Apparently. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it's South... The city, uh, city is supposed to be either Station Square or Mobotropolis, I think they were leaning on Mobotropolis, and the forest area is South Island. Hmm. And basically, you see oh, Robotnik fire one missile onto the forest, and then a drop a bunch of <coughs> E100s, and suddenly all the all the little animal critters are gone except for Sonic. He's hmm. the only one. I think uh, Jamil White does a pretty good job, uh, try, you know, doing going back to Sonic, but he, 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 he sounds he sounds like his age. The only problem is he salsa sounds really immature <laughs> with uh, nobody, no Sally or any other characters to play off of him. He sounds like this well, immature th- kid. And he's, that was, that he's was very, always the great thing about... That the problem is the, this... The, great thi- <laughs> Hold on. That was always the great thing about Sally, though, and that's one of the reasons why I will always defend her, is just like you said, she, she is a good foil for him. Sonic doesn't necessarily work as a character on his own. He needs someone to go up against. Yeah, so that, yeah. if there's anything to hurt it, That's it, it actually would was probably something be I was going to bring up. Sally in Sadam, I'm not saying in the comics, I think she's kind of lost her use in the comics, but in uh. Sadam, she was a good foil for Sonic when he acted immature. Here, he's the only one who's not being serious. I mean, there's even like, the music soundtrack sounds like it's off of Batman The Dark Knight. It does. Uh, it's really dun dun dun, dun 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 through the whole thing. And he's like, way past cool, radical, man. And <laughs> whatever. And he's the only one who's acting this goofy. It, it, this sounds like the greatest self. If, I do the love the actor who did. not self-referential. Unless this is like the greatest self-referential practical joke ever. I mean... It sounds great. This sounds amazing. There is nothing you are saying right now that makes it makes me want to go and watch this thing right now at the moment. So everything he says that goes against it, just ignore it because yes, 
it's it's kind of a fun watch if you want to just poke fun at it. And actually, I kind of like the actor who did Robotnik, despite the fact that he didn't have a large mustache, just a normal one. He really like plays it o- over the top and serious. And towards the end, uh, one of the E100s finds a uh, <coughs> Chaos Emerald and gives it to Robotnik, and he practically has an orgasm over it. He's like, oh, oh, there, uh, oh, Doctor Wily or, was probably oh, the best oh. in the Mega Man one. Doctor Wily was absolutely probably the best character in the. Mega Man fan film, so he can at least do strange, over-the-top uh, villain scientists. Well, really, What's one weird of the best the first, things the about, people... Sonic, about the Sonic franchise in general has kind of, well, not I guess I shouldn't say the franchise, but at least the comics and to a lesser extent a few of the shows has, is, is the villains. I say the same thing is true for Mega Man. You know, M- Mega Man doesn't, doesn't necessarily have much character, but Wily, you can have a lot of fun with him. I will say, if you're morbidly curious about the film, go ahead and give it a check out. You'll probably be satisfied on that level. I mean, it's 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 kind of fun in a really bad bad uh, movie way. Now, uh, on to the our we didn't, next we didn't topic. really discuss the whole uh, should we criticize fan works thing. Well, well I believe so. Everything, uh, every art, it's if it's if you count this as like art. I mean, this is somebody's movie that he put out. Then you you should be free to criticize. And even if it they put up their own money and put up a lot of hard work into it. It's still, at the end of the day, a product that they uh, that they put out that they think is quality, and you have the right to criticize personally. There, there's nothing that any of us can say that Penny Arcade hasn't already summed up in a single comic. Okay, well. Although we'll I don't po- think they uh, did a comic on this movie. <laughs> Not this movie, but on commenting on works. Hmm. That kind of thing. I will say, I'm going to have to find sounds this like a bas- now, aren't NBA I? basketball player. <laughs> By and large, I don't like criticizing fan works, largely because they're fan works. They're being done for fun. You know, maybe sure that, they're, that they're, this person is putting out this work that he thinks is good, and yeah, I, I, and yeah, you know, art is something designed to be criticized. Yeah, but I, at the same I mean, time, I, I mean, don't think we, my we, Sonic X comics is always that great, and I, we are I actually society, appreciate you know criticism in it a lot of times. We are a society that's kind of been conditioned, I think, to be what's the word um, entitled. This isn't okay, about entitlement, sure. though. I know, but I'm saying it's, that some people yeah, are. Yeah. I will agree that some people are overly harsh on stuff than they need to be. I mean. We find out that the uh, director from Star Trek is directing Star Wars, and people are like, "Oh my God, I can't believe that! What he's so I horrible!" Think that's the best I'm like, thing "Why?" Here's he did a great I, Star I am, Trek. I am trying to complete at least one point in this discussion. All right, go um, ahead. So, um, but but when, when I hear a fan work is bad, or when I think a fan work is going to be bad, I'll normally ignore it. I'll, I'll normally just avoid it because it just it it just doesn't feel right because you know we are a, a society that we've kind of, we've been exposed to these multi-million dollar movies these movies done and, and these smaller movies have been done by these by these really really talented artists who don't necessarily need, need a lot of money so when we have something like the sonic lebron movie which i mean obviously this thing's working on a shoestring budget i mean obviously it wasn't i i don't see how it ever could have been been good. I never thought that this was going to be a movie that people were going to laud as a quality work simply because you have CG Sonic running through a live-action forest. I mean, there's no way that 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 could even work with a Hollywood budget, let alone a 
small shoestring independent film budget. So basically, basically, you're saying that it's okay to criticize. Just have context of what you're yeah, looking at. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I will look at it and say, you know what, this really isn't a good movie. But for what it is, I mean, I, at the very least, I have to respect it. And, I, and that's I, that's the attitude that I basically bring every year to um, the Sonic Fan Games Expo, the online thing. Uh, is yeah, that, that's the, and that's the attitude I bring. I, I bring to pretty much any fan work I look at when I look at it, which is very rare. I pretty much only look at comic books and fan, and fan games. Because basically what so, you're saying is they're not doing it for money. They're doing it out of the love for, I'm for saying, the uh, I'm saying they're not. I'm saying, one, they're, not, they're doing it for love, not money, and two, they didn't have the resources to do it well anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not too, too critical on the CG, except Sonic, who just well, really, the reason why this had to be done in CG is because an, an animated film would have been ridiculously expensive. Yeah, That's why I this think, thing uh, got made and the other one and the one from that nut job. Uh, I think the E100s actually look pretty good and uh, uh, as well as the yeah, buzz bombers. Yeah, the, okay, maybe the ro- yeah, maybe the robots look good, but I mean, you notice this, that Sonic is by himself. He has none of his animal friends. I mean, I, I was expecting Tails and Knuckles to be in this, personally. I'm a well, if you've seen a movie it. poster of what Sonic looks like, he just I just don't like the way they designed him. I think they did well, a they're, horrible they're job. trying to make him look realistic, and that's because they have him in, in a realistic environment. He's a five foot tall talking hedgehog. They don't. I know, but the animals turning around, realistic looking trees. Yeah, I mean, I'll say it is. Remember the Ninja Turtles movies? Remember how ridiculous those turtles looked? I mean, even with some uh, of the, actually, even with no, some with the costume awesome they, they puppetry, pretty, they look even with some awesome puppetry. Those things, yeah, but they didn't look out of place. <laughs> they look like they actually okay. Okay, Let, let's at least establish that you're either into the artistic interpretation of what this could be like, or you're not. Yeah, I mean, okay. it, it is uh, you're either on. on board or you're not. So. I mean. I mean, there's no way that they could have done Sonic in the realistic puppetry style anyway, because he's. Well, that would that would look <laughs> that would look bad as a fan film because you you just it, it won't it would look it would look almost crap. The only way Sonic puppet. The only way Sonic works is as an animation. I mean, either as an all CG animation or as a hand drawn animation. You can't do it live action. And uh, unfortunately, that's the only way a fan film of Sonic could really be done. Unless it's an Olympics commercial. Can we agree that? Yeah. Okay, good. We're on the same page. Right. Yeah, next, I Jake? think this is the one of the few instances where you and I agree, GX. It's weird. And okay. I haven't even seen the thing. I love you, GX. I love me too. Yeah, this is much streamlined and faster. <laughs> Okay, on to the next topic. Uh, both me and GX recently picked up the History of Sonic book from Udon and Picks and Love it. Picks and Love, and it is so awesome. It only got delayed like five times and then pushed up twice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, um, you've got the full. It, it's not. It's not really covering the comics or the cartoons or anything like that. It's pure. Purely about Sonic, as far as the games go, as far as Sega goes. It's got a little bit of history of Sega. It's got a history of Yuji Naka. Pretty much any uh, trivial info about Sonic in the past 21 years, they got it all in here. 
And I'm, I'm as far as the history stuff goes, I'm only up to page 60 because every time I get it, I just want to flip through it and look at all the quick, do a quick look at the articles and the art and everything. And it's just a fantastic book. Well, I'm like buying it right now. The, uh, Thank you. <laughs> I like some of the merch in it. Just seeing it, some of that classic, classic merch because. I'm just I randomly flipped open to a page here and I'm seeing the uh, Sonic McDonald's toys and I'm like, hey, I actually own that. Like I still years have ago. them. Yeah, I, 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 I actually have a couple of them. Like I have at least two of two of the Knuckles ones. I used to. I don't know, but um, it, I mean they have. It, it's pretty good. I mean it's this kind of stuff they have. The fact that they have stuff on extreme. The fact that he has like stuff on every game, I I'm pretty impressed, but it makes me feel bad that I just haven't been able to put more time into it. Yeah, I've only really really been digging into it recently since I've been at home. My mother's been uh, out with a broken hip, and I have to be her Aww. caregiver, so I'm off of work for the next three months. So at night, while she's you know watching TV and it's kind of quiet, I just bring the book into the living room and been reading it now. Uh, one of my favorite p- splash pages is actually near the back where they're showing the characters, and they got everybody in the CG form and T-poses, and you can see them all compared up with the sizes. They're, this is actually great for any uh, fan artists who who want to get into the you know comic fan art because you got the exact sizes and shapes for every single character. But overall, but, I mean... Yeah. Uh, they cover pretty much every little detail. I mean, you get a lot Ooh. of nice little trivia facts. Like, uh, do they have anything about Sonic Extreme? Yeah, they like we just talked we, we about. Just, I just said. We just. I wasn't paying attention. Mentioned. I was buying the book and highly <laughs> for you. Yeah, he oh. mentioned that, that. Yeah, they show some of the canceled projects. They mention uh, Sister Sonic and Sonic Extreme, and they even show a pic of the Sonic Sadam game that didn't come out. They talk Neat. about the canceled projects. They talk about. The Dreamcast era, the oh. Sonic 06 era. But the only problem is they don't really put much of a negative spin on that stuff. They, they just talk oh. about Damn. plainly well, what they, it they was can't. without without I mean, really let, criticizing it. Let's be honest. I mean, they can't because they're seeking Sega approval, and Sega would never approve anything like well, that. Uh, yeah, now, I don't like the way they, they wrote, they wrote it in a very us? non-biased way. Well, they 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 are using like all the art and using all these kind of assets and everything. Yes, they would need Sega approval. Yeah, but you can get most of that stuff off the internet. That doesn't mean you can print it in a book. Yeah, true. Yeah, they have to get. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a shame that they can't kind of chart Sonic's rise, fall, and then rise again. Well, that that's that's, that's... kind of the thing that I want is. I, I would love the companion book where they strip out all the art and all the everything and just they, they kind of at least also display the um the the uh, dirty history of Sonic we'll say. The thing the, is uh, I, I, the, I, I, the less, I uh, go on, sorry. The the less uh appreciated history, the kind of the kind of stuff like what's actually going on behind the scenes. But even then, I mean most most companies don't even let that out. So. Oh no, I've seen um, I, I've seen the, the, that done with like DC Comics and Marvel Comics. You know the the rise and fall in the in the quality I, of the comics and characters and stuff. I think History I, Channel did something like that. I think comics have a more well documented history than games do because games are in such stronger control of a few key players. True. That that, that is true. And of course, uh, games are games also come at a time when um, game, the game industry is also a lot newer. So uh, 
Yeah. I imagine that I, I imagine that there are a lot of people who probably still have lots to lose if they start talking about things like that. Yeah, and you do find out some interesting stuff here, even though some of it isn't like a hundred percent accurate. It's mostly accurate. Like uh, the they said the Amy's first appearance was in Archie comics when actually it was in the uh, Japanese manga. But they do say that Charmy's first appearance was in Japanese manga, and they get that correct. Also, one thing that Yay. kind of bothers me is they say Vector's first appearance was in Knuckles Chaotix, but they do mention that he was in uh, the uh, hidden art in Sonic 01 as Sonic's fan. Get out of there! Sonic's 1. Did I say 01? I meant the, so the very first Sonic. Something like that. We, we know what you mean. Yeah, but, but, but then they say Cream the Rabbit, her first appearance was not Sonic Advance 2, but as a piece of Sonic art in Sonic Mega Collection. Huh. That, that really? doesn't necessarily surprise me. I mean, that art would be made in advance, so... Yeah. I, I mean, there's, there's only so much that you can do with this kind of thing that it just becomes like, hey, this is the dumb piece of crazy information that doesn't really influence the history in the slightest, but... Hey, kind of fun fact. Yeah, you do get some not some nice fun facts you never knew about before. Like, I didn't realize that Sonic CD was not originally a, a totally separate project, but was going to be a it was a and it was going to be an enhanced version of Sonic Two. But Sonic really? Two was coming along so slowly that they were going like side by side, so they decided to make it its own thing. Huh. And uh, as like uh, trivia on Espio is kind of neat. His name is short for espionage, which for some reason I, I didn't ever caught that. Plus in Knuckles Chaotix, he actually the Japanese manual he actually was a detective. So really, the Chaotix being a detective agency in Sonic Heroes makes a lot more sense now. Let's not make these crazy jumps here. I mean, let's not assume X indicates Y indicates Z type of stuff. But um, I, I think just avoiding all the, hey, this fact is kind of interesting, and just let people buy the book and get the book for themselves. Oh. I, I think both of us can probably give, yeah. for the price that Amazon is selling it at, it, it just bucks. comes with a hearty recommend. Whoa, 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 whoa. How, how much? Oh, wait, maybe I'm, maybe that's the Hyrule Astoria. Um, uh, oh, this is, this is cover price. This is a $50 book, but Amazon, I believe, was when I bought it, was selling it for 35 Nobody buys books at cover price. It is. Oh yeah, thir it's thirty-one dollars now. Still, that's a pretty for the kind of book that it is. That's uh, a pretty good price. Yeah, this is a yeah. three hundred-page hardcover, and it's really worth it. Full color. Full Lots color. Great page uh, paper quality. I really recommend anybody who's listening to go out and buy it. Go on Amazon, buy it right now. It's yeah, awesome. I guess did. <laughs> are you are you in any way uh, butt sore over the announcement of the special edition one? Uh no, not in the least. I don't uh, honestly Wait, care. Wait, they, they announced a special edition. What is they it? just did? Yeah. Oh By God, the way, I haven't really this. I haven't really read this. What is in the special edition? I think it has a different cover, and that's it. I, oh. I believe that's the case. Oh, okay. Well, fuck yeah. Man. I mean, this is 300 pages of content. I'm satisfied with with what I'm getting. I don't really need no collector's edition thing. It doesn't bother yeah. me in the least. I, I, I'm just curious because I saw that it, it, some people that I was reading in comments were just kind of annoyed or upset about that. But uh, I, I'm in it. For, I'm in it very much for just reading that history, looking at the high quality pictures, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean. So. It, 
really, I mean, it's stuff like with certain games, they, you get you buy a game and then there's some collector's game of the year edition that comes down six or eight months later. I don't care. <laughs> I'm satisfied <laughs> with what I have. If you give me just a tiny bit more content for more price, it doesn't really bother me at all. I, I will say, though, Shakes, wasn't wasn't that um, that pre-order bonus armor really sweet, though? <laughs> right. The, the steel box pre-order that wraps around the book. The da- and the, it came with the download code for the secret history of, of Sonic Crackers. I mean, that was that was fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised if Sonic uh, Crackers is in this book. I mean, there's quite a few others. I, I haven't made it that far yet. Okay, we're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to wrap up with rumors and some comic talk. See you in just a sec. Surrounding me every day. Now, uh, I'll, I'm sure anyone who listens to, to these uh, to these podcasts, you, you remember my little um, prediction that we will be getting Sonic Adventure three in the next two years, right? Well, yep. looking at the recent rumors, Sonic Adventure three being announced soon. Is this why Sega is taking Son- a Sonic doll on a road trip? Well, not only that, you got the, the information from Sonic Stadium, who who rarely ever posts any uh, rumors. They're not yeah, really a, ru- a rumor site. Like I mean, uh, TSC, TSSZ does that quite a bit, and we here at Segabits do that sometimes, but uh, Sonic Stadium rarely ever. But not only that, not only do we have Aaron Weber and Kelly in, in Texas and some other places taking this Sonic doll around and saying he's going on an adventure. Well, at least Aaron said he was going on an adventure. But then we got news from a uh, Nintendo, I guess, uh, magazine in Europe. Yeah, that they, I think it was a German magazine. They said they confirmed that Sonic, it is Sonic, they didn't confirm, but the, one of the writers there says that it is Sonic Adventure 3. They're calling it Sonic Adventure 3 at the moment, but they might change the name. Right. They better not so that I can, so that my prediction can be correct. They're going to change it Sonic World Adventure 2 just to spite everyone. <laughs> yeah. 
Possibly got word, I guess, from the same reporter that um, the rapper from the, the Knuckles rapper from Sonic Adventure One and Two is has said on his uh, Twitter account or on something that he's going to be coming back on another Sonic project. Which which I have mixed feelings because of because um, one that probably means Knuckles is coming back as a playable character, which would be the which would be the awesomest thing in the world. But it well, also according to Sonic Stadium, mean, I mean, we're going to have tw- 10 playable characters, but at least they'll play like Sonic Advance 2, where they with uh, be 2D slash 3D. It also means they'll be coming back with uh, uh, really, really, really shitty rap music. No offense to the artist, but... Yeah, by the way, go to... I, I, I don't think Eddie you can LeBron. take that any other way. But if, <laughs> if you can think of Eddie LeBron's film as something that's bad but you might enjoy uh, that's basically the same as like the knuckles rap music where it's so but the rap music is done professionally by a professional company for an, with with actual resources with an actual artist for an actual game yeah so but, but it's so enjoyably bad come on don't tell me you don't like uh, okay look i'll confess that i really really enjoy the beats I'll confess that just, um, just call it a guilty pleasure. If you okay, it's a guilty pleasure. But at the same time, the, but, but at the same time, the lyrics. Okay, I shouldn't. Why am I even talking about the lyrics about about a Sonic song? They're all bad. Okay, I'm sorry, rap artist. You're you're awesome. Sort of. Maybe. So this is this is the weirdest situation for me because I I, I kind of feel nothing about this just because this if i go purely by what the uh, <coughs> uh, stadium rumor says i mean this this sounds awesome like everything i've ever wanted out of a sonic game in the last few years and for that exact reason is why i Kind of almost don't believe it until I see something about it. Well, well, think about think, well. That's something that Sega's been doing doing for a while. Now. I mean, I mean, think about uh, the, the description for Sonic Generations: an HD remake or reimagining of past of uh, of a bunch of old Sonic levels featuring classic is, Sonic been, and classic gameplay. I mean, would you believe been, that? They've been reimagining and recreating and refreshing and rebuilding over the past two decades, and nothing good has come of that. So, I, I, it, but it, nothing it, like Sonic Generations. Nothing at all like Sonic Generations have they. Uh, yeah, but they I, I think they've been learning quite a bit. I mean, from from Unleash, they learned that that 3D, that particular 3D style of Sonic gameplay works, and they kind of. Uh, reintroduced that with colors and then they really perfected it with sonic generations where it's part 2d and part 3d and i think if they, they keep that up with uh, this next one and if the if like they're proposing it's going to be sonic plus eventually unlocking 10 more characters that play similar to that like you would in sonic advance 2 or sonic advance 3 then that sounds like you know just something awesome it's it's kind of like the situation where I I have this personal mental threshold that Sega has to kind of achieve for me in order to say, yep, basically Sonic's back as far as I'm concerned. And they have to have that third game in a row, like the third big console game in a row in order for me to kind of acknowledge, 
Yeah, I do think they kind of know what they're doing at this point. We've made it to two in a row. I, I, I completely understand your three in a row thing. But, um, this, oh. the, I mean, this is this is like the proving ground because this yeah. is ideally what everyone – well, I, no, no, I shouldn't even say that because that's that's just being a blanket term. But this is the one that I think a lot of fans have been clamoring for how to approach Sonic for a long time. Yes. Much like the advanced ways. And it, it is very possible that what they produce could be authentically good. It could be exactly what we wanted to. But there's the fear. There is a crippling fear there that they bring us what they think we want, but they somehow can't Fuck deliver it up. on the prompt. That, that pretty like, much exactly. defines Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. You know, they, we say we want Sonic Adventure 3, and then they bring us something that's a lot like Sonic Adventure 3, but it is incredibly shitty. Hearing um, the words Sonic 3 and Knuckles, that's something big to go up against. That yeah. is not that, – that is, that pretty is much the most wrong thing. imagery. And Sonic – Sega has in the past made every single attempt to invoke strong imagery without necessarily delivering. I mean that's what Sonic 4 was entirely based off of. Yeah. So them – this rumor coming to fruition, it just, it makes me unfathomably scared. It makes me scared in that this is what I want. I really, really want them to do well with this, if it exists as the rumor describes. Well, you but, are about where I was with um, Son with Sonic Generations back in 2000, back in 2011. Oh, I was with that with Sonic Generations as well. I mean, until I got my hands on that demo, I did not. I, I was just as afraid for that game. Even when me and Shigs told you it is fucking awesome, you will love it. Uh, you you say a lot of things are awesome. Hey, well, yeah, but I was being serious when I said that. But anyway, so for, I, for me, I, my so three games were like Sonic Unleashed, Sonic uh, S Sonic uh, Sonic Colors, and um, Sonic Generations. Um, Unleashed I was going to say the still same had thing. Too many structural pro Unleashed still had too many structural problems. Oh, yeah, Unleashed problems. had structural problems, but with structural problems stemming from older design philosophies, the I wear still, of I and still the enjoyed, alternate gameplay. I still enjoyed Unleashed a lot more than any other Sonic game that came like five years ago. I mean, the, the first Sonic level in Unleashed was incredible for me. I mean, that was that was like one, one of the best gaming experience gaming experiences I had ever had. Right. I mean, the, yeah, the, the rest of the game didn't quite live up. We had some crappy QTEs. We had the Werehog. But the Sonic Team did a lot to win back my trust with that game. Then they had colors and next the next generations. Go on. But the thing is... They didn't carry that through all the way. Like you said, they had crappy QTE events. Things didn't... They had but the they did enough they had for it to be a fun game for me. Well, I, I mean, not, yeah, not, Sonic Adventure, yeah, but Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 had a lot of crap elements into it as well. I'm not disagreeing, but what I'm saying is looking at Sonic Unleashed versus looking at Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations. Sonic, or, Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations were solid games throughout. There, I cannot think of any major problem with those games except for maybe one mission in Generations. I probably could. Well, I mean, like, Generations definitely had some frame rate issues. It had 
some really bad missions, but, but like the Vector as mission. Game, as the game design through the main game. And the boss and, and some of the boss battles were pretty disappointing, especially the, uh, the 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 last the the, the last two boss. In generations. Yeah, in generations, the last two boss battles were disappointing. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, especially okay. the especially the final yeah, time one. Time eater sucked. Time eater was like was terrible. Um, I I kind of liked Egg Dragoon, but the other boss battles in there were phenomenal. Were spectacular. They, I agree. They perfected. <laughs> They did, did oh, what I they could never do, and that's make a character versus character boss battle work. Yes. No other Sonic game has ever done that. I defy yeah, you they to did make a great that job with that. character versus character boss battle where the other character is not a robot. Because they I treated just, like, the character like a boss, not like another character just fighting Sonic with the same like powers that he access. already has. Now they need to do that with Sonic and Knuckles. They really need to have a great boss battle between those two. You're, you're saying that more of a fan perspective. Yes, than from a fan perspective. A legitimate <laughs> logistics perspective. Oh, fuck logistics. Yeah, they I mean, kind of make the game. So, the characters no. had patterns. They had patterns just like a boss. They have a, you know, special giant attacks just like a boss. They weren't just... Like in Sonic Adventure 2 or 1 where they're just hitting each other. Oh, no. Oh, no. Boink. Oh, no. <laughs> I admit, I still have a soft spot for those kinds of fights. <laughs> for those kinds of boss battles. I don't. Okay, I mean, I'm going to go out and say this. Really? I don't like the the idea of this being Sonic Adventure 3. I, I will say that right now. I don't like the idea of this being Sonic Adventure 3. I don't like the idea of a third Sonic Adventure existing. I, I, can, ima- I, I can kind of imagine... I can, I can kind of imagine why. Does it have anything to do with the, with the fan reaction? No. I, to me, okay. it's everything to do with... Evolving. The, the thing... The box in my brain in which I put, <laughs> this is Sonic Adventure, this is the kind of game that Sonic Adventure is... This is what falls under that name. It would be like if they named Sonic Colors Sonic 4. Isn't it, isn't it like how they named Sonic 4 Sonic 4, though? I mean, Sonic. <laughs> Sonic it, 4, many, Sonic. many people would argue that. Many people would argue that. But um, to me, I, I enjoyed Sonic 4 than mo- more than most, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, too. That, that was also again, kind of my one of my three games. <laughs> I am wi- I am willing to give them that name to some extent, um, but this this feels like a different kind of game. This sounds like a different kind of game to me. And to me, so, to me, the words Sonic Adventure just ring to a different era. Yeah, and it's not an era yeah. that I want to return to. I I, I, th- I agree with you thinking there. I th- that Sonic Adventure is its kind of its own legacy, and that this game maybe needs to be its own legacy as well. Sonic well, needs to do more to differentiate. They need to do more to break away from the back, because right now, I know a lot of fans have a lot of reverence for all those past games, but I feel they really need to start breaking away from that if they want to... They never will. Back in, I know, I know they won't. I, they never I, broke away from Sonic Four. They'll probably never break away from Sonic Five, and they will never ever break away from from Sonic Adventure Three. They, I, I just feel like this is this is a 
thematic mistake. I, I'm sure I'm sure that it might help it sell more copies, but I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to invoke what the name Sonic Adventure 3 invokes. And well, I, really I think it depends on what you would consider it to invoke. For me, it's less about a gameplay style and more about uh, other kinds of aesthetics, such as a greater focus on story, a greater focus on adventure, and, of course, Chow Gardens. Three things that, while I don't think should be in every Sonic game, I wouldn't mind seeing in one Sonic game every now and then. I wouldn't mind, to see a, I don't mind seeing a return of Chow Gardens. I wouldn't be too happy with another big quote-unquote epic story. It, well, it depends on how they do the epic story. If they do it in a funny, lighthearted way, like then Sonic Colors, fine. Sonic yeah. Just so long as we don't have another Solaris girl-kissing hedgehog monstrosity that, that, that was Sonic 06. That's just the thing. I mean, that's one of the things that is so synonymous with Sonic Adventure, is the big, epic story that takes itself just a little bit too seriously. And I... I do not want them to go back to that at all. Yeah. I do not like the I. Well, I don't even like the thought of them revisiting that this decade. Well, I think they brought they in this, they brought in the uh, same writers who did Sonic Color, so I really don't think we have to worry about that. But but at the same time, it, it's like it feels like there's this bizarre contrast because this is what Sonic Adventure stood for for a lot of people for so long. A lot of people's First Sonic game and favorite Sonic game is Sonic Adventure 2. And I, yeah. I will admit, I like, state for a Sonic game. I will uh, admit I like Sonic Adventure 2, and I still continue to like it in spite of a lot of the flaws. Uh, that what do you want to see? What do you want to say, Jason? Well, for a lot of people, Sonic Adventure 2 was their first game. It was like a trans. It was like the transferring of a next generation of Sonic fans. Pretty much every young kid that's like a lot. Did you see that's around twelve or. It, it, or old, 12 to 15 like, years old, they usually cut their teeth on Sonic Adventure 2 before. Yeah, my nieces, <laughs> they, they loved Sonic Adventure when, Sonic when they were younger. And my older niece, actually, she heard Sonic Adventure 2 was on the was on Xbox Live, and she got excited. I bought for her. Then she played that thing for hours. I mean, she still loves that game. And I'm sure there are lots of other people just like her. I, I think... I, I'm not against there being a Sonic Adventure 3, but I don't think coming right off of Generations that now is the time to make it. So you don't think that Sega should be laying more more nostalgia on top of nostalgia, like uh, Sonic 4, Sonic Generations, now Sonic Adventure 3? I think that's what they've... they've first, to me... My favorite Sonic game of the last half decade, I would say even of the last decade, has been Sonic Colors. And that has completely broken away from all nostalgia. I like Unleashed, but I think in terms of game design, Colors is oh, a Colors better game. Oh, Colors destroys Unleashed. I mean, really, yeah. both Generations and Colors. Uh, I'm, sorry, did I say, I'm sorry, did I say Unleashed? I meant Generations. Um, oh, okay. Wait, but, oh, uh, I can see uh, that. Too. Generations, I'm, I'm kind of equal to, but I do favor Colors a little bit more. I, I don't really have a preference. For me, but between Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations, it's like Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. It's just, I switch it depending on my mood. If Sonic want, if Sega wants to get Sonic in better light, and maybe, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't care about any critical reception whatsoever. I think they really need to abandon this whole, hey, remember Sonic? 
because I've been remembering Sonic for the last 25 years. You don't need to bring him back again and again. He's still here. He's never left. So I, I'm oh. just, I don't need this. I don't need this going back to the well, trying to draw on nostalgia so much because I don't think that's what the series needs right now. I think they need good, strong fundamentals. Well, I think they need to start building new experiences, not telling people, hey, it's like the old ones you love. Well, for me, this this game, this Sonic Adventure 3 that Sonic Stadium is talking about, is pretty much the culmination of about six years of work. I mean, Sonic Unleashed, Colors, Generation, Sonic 4. I think all, all these games have been building on different aspects of the franchise, from from how to do, how, how to pace the game, how to do levels, how to do different characters, and now it looks like we're, fi- we're finally getting kind of the, fr- the the ultimate fruition of now, of, of these efforts. And think I that- think all these games culminating in Sonic Adventure Three is is perfect. I mean, that's kind yeah. of the one of those big games that people have been waiting for. If they can actually do it right. And not do a Sonic Four and piss off lots of fans, which they'll probably do because fans are very pissy. No offense. <laughs> then, um, then let's let's not give it the name Sonic Adventure Three. I mean, we're putting the number three at the I, end of this thing. I mean, why not give it? And its doing own so name? pretty much puts it on a pretty high pedestal as far as Sonic games. I even though I don't, I don't think, think Sonic Adventure One and Two are. All that great in terms of design. But everyone for the fans, it's on the everyone it's on loved the, them back in the day. Yeah. Even though they don't really hold up now, but it, that still has a legacy. That, so people are still going to put that on a pretty high pedestal. And so if Sega can, but just remember, it's a tentative title. This may not actually happen at all. But well, uh, hopefully, it will. What is going to happen is Aaron Weber is going to be doing a history of Sonic uh, panel. At one of these events, I think on the February 16th, it's and that's exactly animation, when. Animation. Let me just look this up real quick. Damn it. Well, anyway, I, I think that. What he's going to do is he's just going to read through the whole 300 page book. Animation <laughs> on display. It's uh, around the 15th or 16th is also when the uh, this new Sonic game is rumored to be announced. So this is going to be pretty interesting. It's an expo about uh, animation. Although anime, Aaron Weber denied that they're yeah, yeah. going to announce it at that event. He, he denied it? Yeah, he denied. He said they're not going to announce the game at that event. But that oh, could good. mean that they're going to announce it earlier or something this, else. This is when he announces the new Sonic cartoon series. That would be pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. so That's proving me right. Oh, yeah. No, wait a minute. I'm the one that, who predicted. I'm the one who predicted a oh. Sonic cartoon. Cartoon. Well, we both did. I predicted it was going to be CG, though. And I agreed, I think. I think I agreed, too. Well, the, <laughs> the point is we all kind of expected a Sonic cartoon to be coming soon, I think. Anyway, I think we've talked about this long enough. Let's talk about comics. Uh, nobody here, unfortunately, but me read Sonic the Universe 48, but I recommend it, it to everybody. It's actually got a, a few little tear-jerking moments in it. It's pretty good. Aww. It's a pretty Not solid Mega issue. Man. Not enough yeah. Mega Man. <laughs> well, you'll get plenty of Mega Man in about two more months. I uh, better. Sonic 244 is probably... The probably, worst book of all time. Well, it might be oh, the worst, might be the worst issue this year, but it might be the most important <laughs> read this year, because this is when all of Pinder's uh, you know, trial shit goes down shit. and affects the book awesome quite, a, quite a bit. I mean... 
pretty much if you've read 243, they had Remington, they had uh, Linda finding Sonic right at the very end. It was all about the echidnas. It was all about, uh, you know, Knuckles going to make his big return. And then it's 244, all of a sudden they're all gone. They're all gone. <laughs> Anyone that was a Pender's gone. character is instantly gone. You know, uh, Thrash the <coughs> Tasmanian Devil put him through a warp ring and sent sure him away and said they're never coming back. <laughs> it's basically wiping the slate clean, and it felt so weird, so offsetting. And well, I, I would say, I would say, of all the how the thing is, like when you get to that point, how do you recover from that? And there's no way to actually do it gracefully. I, I honestly felt that he did okay given the unfathomably crappy. I'm not, I can't blame. No, I'm not going to blame oh, Ian for no this. No one's going to blame Ian. I mean, I would I would never blame Ian for this. It just, you know, there's no other way to we go around Ian. it and it felt it still felt so shocking that all of a sudden bam, every they're all gone. And I mean, and when they were originally supposed to be a major part of the story, now the story just makes a giant U-turn. The way the but, book has been done at the same time, it, it it caused me to stop reading Sonic comics for about uh, for for about a month and a half. I guess to stop reading them. Of course, part of that was because my subs- my, my subscription for Sonic Universe didn't renew for some reason. But um, it just it, it gave it gave a left a bad taste in my mouth. And thankfully, two forty five has kind of remedied that. But. I haven't read 245. I'm going to. But uh, at the same uh, time, um, this. But everybody kind of, who's been everybody's been talking about 245 says it's actually a big improvement. In this. Oh yes, 245 pretty much makes up for all the horribleness of 244, and it, this gives me a lot of respect for Ian Flynn as a writer because he was dealt a really, really, really shitty hand of finally getting to the story that he really wants to tell after like trying to tell it for years. Then having the rug is pulled out from under him and being told you can't do that anymore, and it's hopefully it's only temporary. It's not only that; it's affecting all of the other Sonic comics, not just, not just oh, the Sonic universe. You mean. Yeah, a little bit with uh, with uh, you know Robo being gone, but I think they handled that really, really well. So but the I interesting mean, thing about Rob about Robo being gone is that uh, they didn't kill him off. I mean, if they were never going to use him again. The smart thing would have been to kill him off. Well, say, they're not yeah, killing anybody Here's the baby. so far. I mean, even the other echidnas are in another dimension. But, I mean, at this point, they don't know. I mean, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen until no. this whole thing has been decided. All they're doing is they're just covering their butts yeah. in a just-in-case situation. The impression I'm getting from but, all this is that they're essentially, essentially just kind of shuffling all the characters off screen, uh, off panel. It's shuff, shuffling them into that little pocket dimension out of the way with a big broom. Yeah, this and, isn't uh, even affecting the other Sonic, you know, collected books. Like the, the next Sonic Super Special is, except for one really old before Pender's re- reprint, is more recent issue reprints, plus stuff they have to take out. Like they don't mention uh, Kidna Cindy, of course, and they, they mentioned uh, the, what is it, the... Egg, uh, the Dark Egg Legion is just Eggman's army. They they censor that. They uh, take off a whole page that Linda was on. Huh. Um, they, and for some reason, and this is really disturbing because this has I don't think this has anything to do with the Pender's case. They censored out the word Mobius, hmm. Sonic's home planet. 
Well, that that kind of adds to what I was in the middle of saying. Now that could be a was... Sega mandate. Well, the other thing is actually Sonic Alex, Sonic Select Seven was going to be a collection of of older, I believe, Pender's books, if I'm not mistaken. But now they're going to be recent issues from two or three years ago. Huh. Um, my, my my hope is what they do with it is basically after the lawsuit is over, and hopefully after they won. Let's assume. Well, uh, there is the no winning right sanity. now. There, go on. But um, let uh, let's have them release a special collection. It, it has kind of like the Sonic One pose of him holding up a finger. It, it's just a different finger, <laughs> and uh, it, it says "Screw you" to uh, a certain mustachioed artist. But um, I really think that this is all on. On the on the Archie side of things, because like you said, Mobius is not a Ken Penders thing. It is a no. just an Arch an Archie thing. So this, I get the impression that Arch, Archie is just blank blanket, just saying we're not using any of this stuff. Remove it. Here's a list, and until we're through with with this mm. um, with this, what, what do they call it? Um, uh, mediation? Um, no, damn it. Pender's apocalypse? No, no, no. There's this, <laughs> they're, they're they're doing it. They're they're selling out of court essentially. Yeah. And so I assume that this all this is being done to essentially um, kind of keep keep the heat off the comic, keep the heat off Archie until everything's dealt with. That's really what I think is going on here. Yeah, they could Mobi- have killed off all these characters if they Mobi- really the whole thing with ticking off Mobius. So that sounds like more of a Sega mandate, possibly yeah. than anything. Well, I don't know. I mean, it could it, it could just be, be an Archie mandate. It's way it's a little way late, late for Sega to start stepping in and changing things. I mean, that time has passed long ago. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the name of the freaking planet. So, what what and and uh, if it was a Sega mandate, I imagine that they would have just changed the name to Earth because that's Mobius is also Earth and Sonic things. <laughs> What did you say? I said because the whole thing is dumb, and you cannot you cannot make this Archie comic into the game. I I, I admire the inspirations that Ian has brought to that from the games, but you can't. You you just obviously you can't not. make them one in the same because one has a heritage of one thing, and one thing has has like nothing. It has no connective tissue. The only way they could do that is if they cut off. If they stopped the current, the only way they could do that is if they stopped the current canon and made an all new Sonic that was so directly related to Sega Universe that it wasn't anything like it's originally. Nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody. Well, it would have been terrible because because of the way Sega Mandakes works, and you can't do much with Sonic characters. That's why the Archie characters exist. That's yeah. why Sonic X was largely, I guess, a humor-driven comic with no, con- with with very, with very little continuity or character development outside of some original characters. Uh, I what? Don't know. It, it, I don't disagree with that in the least. That's mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> it, it's it's a crappy situation. I almost part of me almost feels like a reboot might. Be good for it, but at the same time, no, I don't feel like whatever they reboot to is going to be better than what they've built up. 
Yeah, I'm kind of of the same opinion. That's why I really don't want a reboot. And I don't think we're getting one, for the record. I, I, I have a feeling that we probably won't. I have a feeling that, but at the same time, it's just, it's going to be super awkward until they can do something. And I'm just, it, it makes me fearful when I hear that he's planning for both the short term and the long term. And that that's... How so? He's always planning for the long term. But they... I, Oh, sorry, I mute my speakers. Oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> um, I <laughs> I muted my speakers. So, uh, what, what did you say? I, I said nothing particularly more. I'm just saying it, it's the comics in a bad position, and I'd hate to see it die because it is the longest running video game comic. And it's, it's the longest running um, licensed comic. Lisa, or at least it will be very soon. About yeah, two I really years. do hope that they cover cover for this because right now it feels like we we're getting we have this nice big jigsaw puzzle that's now got little ch- chunks and pieces missed out taken out of yeah. it, and the only other solution is to either put those put parts back in by the settlement or just get a brand new jigsaw puzzle. I, if you can, I, if you know what, if you get that analysis. I do think that this is only temporary, though. I hope so. I, I I really hope so. I just hope whatever's going on just gets resolved that they can say, oh, well, um, they're back. The, the magic dimension broke and all the echidnas are raining from the sky. <laughs> Look, all their licensed characters that we had to buy back. Oh, my God. And the weird thing is, here. it's not like I care that much about most of these characters. I'm, I wouldn't mind them seeing them gone. The problem is it affects the back history you know, a lot, and certain characters I do I don't want to go because they affect the storyline too much. Like uh, Je- uh, Jeffrey, the skunk, who's now who now in August is inhabiting his body. If he's a Pender's character, and if he goes, how the hell are they going to show the resolution to that story? Uh, he well, dies it, off it, panel. World building, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the problem is all this stuff is is part of the world building, like you said, and if and if you get rid of. Uh, a lot of elements of that it really affects uh, how it, how the story goes onward. If the well, comic wasn't as old as it was, and if Penders wasn't such a big part of it as he was, this would be less concerning. Like yeah. th- there are characters yes. that you could very easily just lose and never come back. But Renfield Rodents there for so long, so early, they have built so much upon what he initially created and in many ways i feel they improved i mean i I don't think there's any of the three of us would disagree that they have made what he initially created better yeah so i just i i I mean ian flynn was able to take characters that pretty much were in their own area like the dark legion it was able to bring them forward by putting them under eggman and giving them a lot more camera time than they would have otherwise had because you know Sonic, Knuckles became such its own book and its own uh, history that bringing it in to the regular Sonic book was just hard. Yeah, I mean, I think the Dark Egg Legion was a great idea. I hate the name Dark Egg Legion. That's just, it, it, I don't know. To be, to be fair, this is coming from the man who names everything after egg. 
everything yes, is egg. It is I will admit egg. that Eggman does name everything after eggs, and yet we never see him eat an egg. Hmm, you know what? We haven't really talked about... Well, okay, we've talked about the implications of Sonic 244, I suppose. So, um... Okay, so we've come to the consensus that the book was terrible, but Ian had no choice. No, I, I, I don't think it was terrible. I don't okay. think it was. I, I, if you were to have, t- if I were to have read that without any context whatsoever, I mean, I could have probably bought the story to some extent. No, it was not the best. Yes, it was a little bit confusing at times, but it wasn't outright offensive to me. I suppose. Well, I mean, if you hadn't read 243 and he just jumped on board with this issue, no, it I did, might I make a little 40. more sense to you as far as what things are going on. But the fact that they're just wiped out and there was this big stun wave and we don't get to see any everybody, of this. every single None echidna, and we don't see any of it. We do, they couldn't even show any random echidnas that Ken Penders did not create and just have them swipe them up. That's, that, that again is what tells me that this, this was not a Pender thing, but an Archie thing. Yeah, well, even uh, I guess Bob R says it's uh, that, that the trial hasn't finished, and this is uh, Archie's decision to just to play it safe. I all I can say is now I just can't wait to start hearing about the uh, the uh, trial between him and Sega and Sonic Chronicles, I, and I I want that to rip a new one. Do you really think that there's that that, that that's going to go to trial? I well, obviously this this trial is going to affect it would that be trial. Okay, but this Archie thing is not a trial. It's the, they're they're selling it out of court. I I know, but I want that to go to trial because I want to be laughing and they, the whole they, time. They're not telling us the details for so for all we know it's already settled out of court and we have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Well, hopefully, well, hopefully, we'll get it. We'll get an update soon. It's going to be interesting when the Chaotix come back from their trip uh, back to the uh, island. Charmy's Charm, going to be wondering what happened to Saffron. <laughs> Holy crap! What happened? His whole, Where is all, everybody? His, his whole kingdom of uh, bee people are gone. Uh, his brain got scrambled, and now his <laughs> only girl, his oh only God, other girlfriend is... and bee friend, is completely gone. For, you know, for a character named Charmy, he has a pretty shitty life. Yeah, I will say uh, Ian Flynn's pretty much put Charmy back to normal as far as the chaotic question. More or less, yeah. He he said that was a bad. He, he did admit that that was a bad decision. What he what he uh, so did. So Charmy acts acts more like uh, Charmy, uh, at least the Sonic X Charmy. He's more yeah, jokey and bratty. You make that sound like it's a good thing. He was better was in Sonic. Well, Charmy was a lot better in Sonic X than he ever was in the video games, where he's like, "I'm a free bee, free bee, wow. He's more of a yeah, 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 yeah. In the in Sonic X, he was more of a like a almost Bart Simpson esque brat. Really, really, you don't want to talk about uh, a thing. You know, let's talk about let's talk about ponies. No, I do definitely do not want to talk about that. My little pony. I don't pony. even want to talk about ponies right now. <laughs> God. Okay, well, that's a wrap, folks. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, you thanks can, for always, standing, You can catch mate. us here on SegaBits.com or we occasionally post on SonicStadium.org. Yeah, hopefully we'll start posting more soon. I guess I haven't had much to write about. Yeah, I, I really got to start getting the comic book reviews. And, of course, you can check uh, 
FTX Echidna out at his podcast on the spindash.com. And it's fairly popular, I guess, uh, My Little Pony comic, Horsepower. Everyone hates it. Which uh, is on Emerald... Even even me and I pay for it. Emeraldcoastcomics.net slash horsepower, is that right? Horsepower.emeraldcoastcomics.net. Just go to the Spindash and there's a link there. Spindash.com. Oh, go to Emerald Coast Comics and go to the horsepower and the kitty. Spindash, then link to horsepower. Because that's more convenient and I have a better URL. Goodbye, folks. See you next time. Rougher than the rest of them, the best of them, tougher than leather. You can call me Knuckles. Unlike Sonic, I don't chuckle. I'd rather flex my muscles. I'm hard as nails. It ain't hard to tell. I break them down whether they solid or frail. Unlike the rest, I'm independent since my first breath. First test, feel the right, then the worst left. Born on an island in the heavens. The blood of my ancestors flows inside me. My duty is to save. The flower from evil deterioration. Yeah. I will be the one to set your heart free, true. Cleanse yourself of them evil spirits that's in you. Streaking lights, loud sounds, and instincts are the elements that keep me going. I am fighting my own mission. Stand in my way, no, no, no. I will be the one to set your heart free, true. Oh, Cleanse yourself yeah. with them evil spirits that's in you. Don't be frightened, I'll stand up to all the pain and turmoil. Just believe in myself, won't rely on others. It's this power to wipe out the havoc and anarchy. This is my plan, it's gonna Tougher than leather, you can call me Knuckles Unlike Sonic, I don't chuckle I'd rather flex my muscles, I'm hard as nails It ain't hard to tell, I break them down whether they solid or frail Unlike the rest, I'm independent since my first breath First test, feel the right, then the worst left I have no such things as weak spots Don't approve of him, but God will trust him This Elias has a purpose Partnership is only temporary. I will be the one to set your heart free, true. Cleanse yourself of evil spirits that got in you.
knock knock his knuckles the blow thrower independent flower magical emerald holder give you the colder shoulder my spike goes to boulders that's why i stay alone i was born by myself i don't need a posse i get it on by myself adversaries get shelved I gotta ask a question. Why is there so many? Why is there such a strong link between the My Little Pony fan base and the Sonic fan base? I don't know. Colorful animals or some crap like that. I don't know. I don't know. Because the internet. It's the freaking. <laughs> it's all interconnected, internet. man. It's the internet. Yeah, but I mean, I don't see a lot of Sonic fans talking Star Wars or other shows, except if you go on Sega.com to talk about Naruto I, or For Locke. your information, I love Star Wars. I know, but I like Star Wars too, but I mean, they don't talk about it that much on Sonic forums compared to My Little Pony. Sonic But then fans? again, My Little Pony is freaking, I think, everywhere. Sonic fans, I got a NeoGAF to talk you. about video games in, in general, and there's people with those uh, My Little okay. Pony avatars. Sonic okay. fans, I call upon you. Stop talking about My Little Pony and start talking about goddamn Star Wars, except for Episode 1, because that was crap. Here's episode the thing. 2, because that was Hold it. Hold it. What? Here's the thing about fans and fanning and stuff like that. Oh, we're going to go into a fan discussion. Aren't we ending this? This this is the long goodbye. This is the the really long goodbye. Talk about fans, GS. Fans, certain kinds of fans cling to things that they can easily expand. Sonic is very much that because it follows a very key art style. Naruto is very much like that because, hey, you have Guy, you add power, suddenly you have a character of your own. For ponies, you have design that follows into a very distinct art style. Hey, you have character. Okay, what was that thing between ponies and Sonic? I said Naruto. You have- oh, Naruto. I heard Naruto. I was like, what the fuck is Naruto? Because I hear <laughs> about yeah. that on Sega.com a lot. That, you have that character, anime. you have power, you have... You have design, you have uh, whatever random power, and you have a fan character. For ponies, you have a color scheme, you have various hair things. If you can make... What about One Piece? A Flash character builder, then you have a good fan base. What about One Piece? One Piece, the character designs are too unique and interesting and diverse. Awesome. It's hard to just expand on that universe. Okay, uh, let's see. And, what, what and with about, that, I think uh, it's time for this to come to an end. Oh, come on. What about what about Sesame Street? <laughs> uh, Sesame Street, they build kits in order for you to make your own Muppet. So, sure. Oh, I have. <laughs> yeah, Jason actually built his own Muppet. <laughs> it's kind of scary. They're called Whatnots. You can get them at, like, Toys R Us and FAO Schwartz. By the way, if you actually enjoy listening to us, let us know in the comments, because I can't believe anyone actually follows us. Hey, my podcast is edited. I know how to run We edited podcasts, too, so people aren't going to see my horrible meltdown that, and, that, and that time I killed a cat. Or are they? They're not going to hear about They're not going to hear the cat crying, off, cr- cr- crying through the microphone. You'll edit that out. In fact, you, you should probably edit, edit, edit this part out. Shut up. Knuckles, I would I would very much love you to start listening to some of my podcasts just so that you can you can get a better idea of what podcasts should in theory sound like. And I'm not saying you have to listen to mine. I'm saying like any. 
Yeah, but I I don't know. I'm just I, I'm not very good at speaking and talking, so and, I'm not sure how much that'll help me. <laughs> I think I'd make a better moderator than that person who discusses things. Yes, let's end this now.